Blog Talk Radio. Presenting yourselves on this battlefield. I give you thanks. This is our army. To join it, you give homage. I give homage to Scotland. And if this is your army, why does it go? We didn't come here to fight for them. Oh! The English are too many. you wrote it big enough? Mm, yes, old King George should be able to see that. (laughs) 
When in the course of human events it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, a decent respect requires that they declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, and among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. To secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. And whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to establish new government. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America, do and with the authority of the good people of these colonies, solemnly publish and declare that these United Colonies are, and of right ought to be, free and independent states, that they are absolved of all allegiance to the British Crown, and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved. In the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. The first reports say that President Kennedy has been seriously wounded by this shooting. It is a big idea. A new world order. It was almost as if it were a planned implosion. It just pancakes. Either you are with us, or you are with the terrorists. But I also believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands of criminals. Joseph Gibson podcasting here, understanding the times we live today, 7.08 p.m. on the East Coast. Phone number to call in if you want to contribute to the podcast here tonight, 657-383-0616. Press the number one if you want to speak or if you have something you want to share, whatever it may be. It's been a little bit here since we've been in a little bit of rhythm here doing the podcast show, so... uh, just signed up for Spreaker, Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, associated with iHeartRadio. I've been on there, but I've been trying to record live simultaneously with Blog Talk Radio, and it's, nothing works right. And they want this password, that password, your password's not saved, so anyway. But uh, the news here, how about the traveling nightmare for the Christmas holiday, huh? 
More than 800 U.S. flights canceled on Christmas morning due to staffing shortages. Uh, some people don't like the Alex Jones thing that I play, but, you know, Alex Jones uh, has pretty much been on target here with this uh, COVID thing here that's been going on now for a couple years, and it just seems to be getting worse. I mean, they're, they're really blowing this out of proportion, this COVID. I mean, it's everywhere you go. You're just, it's everywhere. You turn on the TV, the news, that's all they talk about is this COVID, Omicron, this and that. And they're just, it's just crazy. And everyone's walking around with masks on their face. Silliness, silliness. In a store today, the person walks by me. Of course, I don't wear a mask. It's my policy not to wear a mask because the masks don't do anything for you. They don't protect you from anything. Except maybe when you're painting. If you're painting, you wear a mask. Hey, I remember I was reading a story about that person that got arrested for wearing a mask at the gun rally in Virginia. <laughs> I bet they feel like a bunch of idiots, huh? <laughs> that person was arrested for wearing a mask. Now it's a mandate. You got to wear one. Boy, they don't know their, their, their head from their rear end. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. It's law to wear a mask. Wear a mask. Don't wear a mask. Uh, we don't accept you. We won't be allowed in here if you don't wear a mask. Come on. Just how stupid are you to just think how silly you are wearing a mask? And then guys, people are on their flights on the airplane there trying to put a mask on their two-year-old baby. The baby's like, get it off me. And then you got the flight attendant coming up, sir. I'm gonna have to ask you to get off the plane, sir. I'm gonna have to get off. Your child won't wear the mask. Got to get off the plane. I mean, what do you do? What do you do at that point? I mean, how far are they gonna push this thing? I think they're gonna push it all the way. They're gonna ride it all the way to the bank. We're going to ride it all the way to the bank. And they're going to cash you in. That's what it's all about. Crazy, man. Elite child sex trafficking ring awareness explodes. Man whose call made Biden agree with let's go Brandon. I don't understand that let's go Brandon anyway. I don't get it. It's a, you know, nonsense. No distraction. 60% of unvaccinated Americans have no plans of ever getting COVID shot, poll finds. Oh, boy. Emergency Christmas message to Donald Trump on COVID injections. Boy, how about Trump, huh? One, He's a Democrat one year. He's a Republican the next. He was, a, you know, he's for the Patriot community. He's not for the Patriot community. You know, just ridiculous. Ridiculous. Can you really trust Trump now? Can you? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't want to really believe what the media has to say anyway. I haven't heard nothing out of Trump's own mouth, have you? I mean, about that. Marines have now booted 169 soldiers for vaccine refusal. All religious exemptions denied. Over 60% of unvaccinated Americans, like I said, have no plans of ever getting vaccinated. Oh, yes, you will be vaccinated. You will, or your bank account will be shut down, and you won't buy or sell. Oh, we played one here from the night. From the, they got a couple of kicks out of this one in response. Alex Jones' response to the Queen of England. Let's, let's go play that one for you guys again, huh? This one's a good one, huh? Here we go. And now, a Christmas message from Her Majesty, the Queen. As we all prepare to end the year 2021, I want us to reflect on my late husband, Prince Philip, eugenicist and human experimentist, 
and wish you all a horrible death. On this Christmas, remember that Christ was crucified upside down and that Satan rules Britannia. I hope you all will die a miserable death from a deadly virus, the reincarnation of Prince Philip. How Hitler. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, Fauci says he supports vaccine mandate for domestic air travel. How would this guy Fauci? What a clown he is, huh? Anybody done their research on Fauci, Fucci, Fauci? <laughs> audio is here. Okay, but low. Audio is low. Okay, well. All right, well, I mean, I, I got to get the phone connected somehow. Somebody just sent me a message there on the audio. But, uh, you know, uh, doing the best I can do. Uh, again, anybody want to call in here and contribute here to the show here tonight, you can. Um See how it goes here. You know, I guess the audio is a little bit low. I guess you're saying, uh, I don't know. I, I can't really. I, I'd like to connect via the phone. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll play a commercial here and I'll connect via the phone. Maybe you'll be able to hear me a little bit better. I think that may be the best thing to do here. So, because uh, I'm going off of the headset here and I don't think they were. It's never, ever worked that good, the headset. So, uh, let's uh, give a message here, a uh, message to... Uh, uh, let's see. Let me play something here for you. I haven't played in a long time here. Um, why don't we, why don't we do this? Why don't we play a little message here for, uh, people out there? The, uh, I haven't played this one. I don't think, I don't think I've played this one in a long time. I might have. I'm not sure, but, uh, we'll play Great Awake here. Let's play this one and I'll connect via the phone. Maybe my audio will be a little bit better. What if the American people woke up and understood that the official reasons for going to war are almost always based on lies and promoted by war propaganda in order to serve special interests. What if we as a nation came to realize that the quest for empire eventually destroys all great nations? What if the American people learned the truth? The FBI has foiled about 17 plots to kill Americans during the past 10 years. What it will not tell you is that there have been 20 foiled plots and of them, three were interrupted by members of the public. The 17 that were interrupted by the feds were created by the feds. Why do we pay the government to trick us into believing it is keeping us safe? What if a government that manipulated us could be fired? What if a government that lacked the true and knowing consent of the governed could be dismissed? What if it were possible to have a real game changer? What if we need a Ron Paul to preserve and protect our freedoms from the government? What if we can make elections matter again? What if you could love your country, but hate what the government has done to it? What if sometimes to love your country, you had to alter or abolish the government? What if Jefferson was right? What if that government is best which governs least? What if I'm right? What if the government is wrong? What if it is dangerous to be right when the government is wrong? What if it is better to perish fighting for freedom than to live as a slave? What if freedom's greatest hour of danger is now? It's critical that every citizen of this country rise up and do something because the day of reckoning is at hand and time is running out. Unless we do something, um, we're going to get the government that we deserve. How did you let this happen? Wake up out there. 
you know, it's your children, don't you care? Uh, look what these people are doing to you. There are 200 million adults in this country. Why we are letting them get away with what they are, why we're not marching in the streets. Do everything in your power to restore freedom and your individuality back to America. Stop being a country run by the institutions for the institutions. Let's go back to we the people, by the people, for the people. You have to stop being scared. You have to stand up and do what's necessary to take back, to stop these bankers, these elite, this government full of lies, congressmen full of liars. And the Federal Reserve. And the fractional banking system. And the Fed. Elect Ron Paul and the war. People should not be afraid of their governments. Governments should be afraid of their people. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You, the people, have the power. I don't see any hope. 
as, as uh, I mean, hyperinflation is definitely kicking in here. Everything is so damn expensive out there. I mean, it, you, 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 I mean, you just, you have to make a fortune now to survive. I mean, you, you, I just don't know where people are getting the money to piss away that they're that they're squandering away. I just don't understand it. I really don't. I mean, how could you waste this much money on garbage out there? Christmas Christmas gifts. They said the average American out there paying $3,500 more this year than what they were paying last year. $3,500 more. Has your paychecks increased $3,500 more compared to last year? So the hyperinflation is definitely kicking in. The commodities out there that you're paying for are definitely much more. They're talking gas prices are going to be $8, $9 a gallon come springtime. Uh, it's already 5.65 a gallon out in California. Uh, here in North Carolina, the prices are what 3.29 a gallon. Uh, gallon of milk hasn't changed really. It's still 2.99 a gallon here. 3.29 that vicinity. Uh, meat prices are crazy. You buy 10 hamburg patties. The uh, it was uh, 8.99 last year. It's 13.99 this year. Um, you know, ramen noodle soups, for instance, uh, 39 cents a cup of ramen noodle soups. They're 59 cents now. So uh, the prices have, you know, as far as food goes, have definitely increased. And the supply chain shortages uh, of the stores uh, that, that you're seeing, the empty shelves across the country. Um, unless you're asleep and you're a walking zombie, if you're not paying attention, there's a very serious issue here with the supply shortages. And, you know, I think this is backlash from when the COVID uh, eventually did start. I mean, when when the COVID first started, you figure everything was shut down. The global economy was shut down for about six months there. So I think we're seeing the backlash of that, and I think that they're catching up. Yeah, You know, they're going to catch up. That's what I think. It's just like when a new president takes office, he's really, really uh, – the policies that he, the last president, instituted in, or is what basically is uh, happening and what you're seeing. So, um, you know, there has to be a catch. You know, it's a big country. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of things going on. Things just don't happen overnight. It takes time for things to catch up. So, uh, you know, um, let's see. Fox News prime time, twelve twenty six twenty one. Let's see here. Uh, they're talking about, let's see, what do they got going on here with Joe Biden here? Bye-bye, Joe Biden. I wonder what they're talking about there. Let's play that one there, see what's going on with that. We can get there past the advertisements here. And as a consequence, the risk of revolution is extremely high. You know, we dealt with the U.K. variant and thought that was pretty bad. It was twice as infectious. But lo and behold, three, four months later, we had the Delta variant, and now it's a dominant spirit in the United States. Today, it's freezing outside, lined up for just a rapid test. Meanwhile, President Biden only knew this back in December 2020. When he was president-elect, he said it himself. In fact, he said we have too many cases and not nearly enough tests. After 10 months of the pandemic, we still don't have enough testing. It's a travesty. Doesn't sound good, right? Yet one year later, we're in almost the same spot. 
Public health officials have been saying for months you need to surge rapid tests for just this moment. Is it a failure that you don't have an adequate amount of tests? No, it's not, because COVID is spreading so rapidly. You notice it just it just happened almost overnight, just in the last month. You notice you're getting other networks asking these questions now because it affects everybody and everybody's family and everybody's Christmas. Biden has promised to deliver over 500 million new COVID tests. They haven't even signed the contract yet. There's no excuse for that. A Johns Hopkins epidemiologist told the New York Times this. Here's the quote. It's not a plan. It's a hope. If those tests came in January and February, that could have had an impact. But if they are spread out over 10 to 12 months, I'm not sure what kind of impact it's going to have. So the tests aren't even here yet. This is just another example of how the administration has been unable to do anything new to the fight, to win the fight against COVID or at least stay keep pace. We're still using three vaccines created under Operation Warp Speed and the Trump administration. And when it comes to therapeutics, the Biden White House actually had a breakthrough, a breakthrough, but they don't seem juiced about it. Watch. The FDA has now authorized the first COVID pill, the first antiviral pill from Pfizer. How much has the government purchased? How much is ready to go right away? We purchased several million already, but here's the Right away, I think it, don't hold me the number, I think it may be 20 million, but a lot of pills, all they can make so far. But you know, I hope we don't get there because if people get the shots, they get the two shots and a booster, they're not gonna be in a position where they're gonna need such a pill. All right, everybody, you know, uh, again, the COVID, COVID, COVID. Let's take a uh, first caller here from Connecticut here. Go ahead there, Connecticut, we'll unmute you, go ahead. Yeah, well, we're talking about this so-called virus, and you know, I guess you played some news clips from CNN or Fox or something like that. It's becoming so rampant, so repetitious, so much nonsense. I mean, what person out there in their right mind does the same thing over and over and over again and expects a different result? We need two weeks to flatten the curve. Curve. Then they come out with a so-called vaccine because it wasn't a vaccine. They had to change the definition of a vaccine to call it a vaccine, so it wasn't a vaccine. It wasn't go- hasn't gone through the proper tests as a normal vaccine should have. So the first vaccine didn't work. So they came out with the next one, and that one didn't work. And now they came out with the booster. And that one's not working because there are more cases now with 200 million people so-called vaccinated in the United States. There are more cases now than there were before they even started their vaccinations. I mean, what kind of nonsense is this? Who in their right mind believes this crazy stuff? Where are all the regular flu influenza cases? Why are people in motorcycle accidents being labeled as a COVID death? I mean, the whole the whole thing is just crazy, and we're, we're talking about these politicians and, and these TV commenta- news commentators. Who the hell side are they on? I mean, don't what do they got? Crap for brains? Can't they think? They must have got out of twelfth grade, and, and they can realize that the, if the third vaccine doesn't work, what makes you think the next one is? Oh, it's it's the unvaccinated. No, it's not the unvaccinated because you're supposed to be protected because you've got three shots already. You're supposed to be protected, and evidently it's not working. Yeah, 
It, it's roll the dice. They're rolling the dice with these vaccines. I mean, how quick? There, how many vaccines did they come out with already in the last year? Well, Bill Gates said it about a year or so ago. Uh, get, get in on this thing because you can make 20 times your your money right away because they're going to get you taking a vaccine every other month because it's big money for them. And uh, big, big, big crap is coming down the road because they're they're going to they're going to win this 20 uh 2022 thing again by hook or by crook. Yeah, I I think yeah, I think you just hit the nail on the head right there. They're going to have us getting a shot every single month. <laughs> every 30 days get your shot. Well, and I just heard that uh the J&J well, we're calling it a vaccine, although it isn't. But the J&J vaccine is now coming out with labeling on the box that it causes heart attacks or it could cause heart attacks. Everyone knows that people are dying left and right. And when you speak to people that are in this field, they say, oh, well, you know, there, there's always a risk. When's the last time you saw five and eight-year-olds dying of heart attacks? There, it's not worth the goddamn risk. There's a 99.7 survival rate, percent survival rate from the COVID. Anyway, 99.7% survival rate. What the hell is this so-called vaccine doing? There are more people getting it now than there were before. Yeah, yeah, this this bitch, I mean, uh, this uh, vaccination thing is just crazy. I mean, I, 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 mean I, I would not want to be shoot, shot up with an experiment. And that's the first thing a doctor asks you, have you been vaccinated? And you see people walking away, walking, walking around by you in uh, grocery stores or whatever. If you're not wearing a mask, they look like you actually like you got three freaking heads, you know, like you should be arrested or something, you know. Hey, supposedly, uh, just recently, I'll get this all wrong, but you'll get the gist of it. Uh, there, there was a, a scientist, a Sprinter or Sprinter's name. Uh, he got brought up in charges because he was working on a nano vaccine, and he was accepting uh, $60,000 a month, I believe, from China and turning over all his uh, his research and everything to China. But supposedly in the next month or so, uh, the United States Army is coming out with a, a nano vaccine which has nanoparticles in it. And, you know, I, I know for sure, and this is just, uh, you know, for, for, for craps and giggles here, but, you know, they can turn off your eyesight if they want. You know, they can make you raise your right arm if you want by going through a 5G tower, supposedly. And this is going to be called the universal vaccine. Here we go. Now we've got another one that's not going to work. So they're going to come out with the universal vaccine for all you fools out there that took the first three. And if, if if those three didn't kill you, this next one probably will. And oh they're coming God. out with they're coming out with this nano vaccine probably in the next month or so. And the kicker for this vaccine is is if you've gotten the first first three, then you can't have this one. Oh my! Unbelievable. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Things are. Uh, I'm not too sure what's what's going on here. I I don't know. I I mean. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say of it anymore. I, I, well, I, I, they tell you to wear a mask, and you know, an N95 mask filters out a micron. 
uh, the COVID virus supposedly is 0.04 microns, so it can go right through. But let's just say that, okay, well, it's, it's on your spit when you talk, and your mask catches it. Well, that's great. Your mask, your mask catches the, the spit, and it's got the virus in it. Well, you keep breathing hot, moist air out into your, into your mask, and, I, and I'm sure if there's a virus in there, they just love that hot, moist area. And, well, it caught the virus, didn't it? Well, that's right. It caught the virus. And you take the mask off, and, and all the moisture dries out, and now there's nothing there to hold the virus. And you put the mask on, and you take a deep breath, and what do you think happens? I don't know. <laughs> everything, I don't know. everything that dried up, all the viruses, you, you inhale right into your lungs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I I just don't know what I just don't know what to take of it. I mean, if you, what are you going to do if they shut down your checking account? Because you don't take the vaccine. Well, then you know you you've got, you've got a decision to make. <laughs> but I I think I think people are going to rise up and uh, uh, they're going to try to get their way, and people are going to rise up. And you know I I said this before. P- people aren't going to do anything until they have to, and when they have to, that's when the end will come. Yeah, yeah, I got to, I got, I got to, uh, I got to, uh, I got to agree with you. I got to agree with you. I got to agree with you there on that. You know, you know, Russia, Russia right now, we're going to live JFK all over again, maybe. Russia, because NATO is actually the United States. Because we're, we're the ones that supply everybody with the money and everything. So when we say NATO, we're not talking all these countries that are part of NATO, really. We're talking the United States. And what they want to do is they want to put missiles in the Ukraine. And right now, Russia is trying to talk to NATO or to the United States. And the United, and the United States don't want to talk to them. Russia has told NATO that if they don't want to talk and they don't want to discuss it, they are going to put nuclear weapons in China and Venezuela. Really? Really? Yes, they Unbelievable. are. Unbelievable. Well, I mean, it's just the world's gone crazy, but I want to uh, – hopefully a, a, guy, a gentleman here is joining me here tonight. Uh, he does a show called Saving Fatherhood, and, and the – you know, the, the, our families are being destroyed. I mean, we, we're talking about this vaccine thing now. Uh you know, where everyone's running around with a mask. Our, our, our judicial system is screwed up. America is in one big mess. Uh, through your experience, uh, or from what you see right now, compare 10 years ago when we were podcasting and we were talking about Obama. And everything was messed up. The health care system was messed up. We were talking about things were messed up. Do you think we're in worse shape now than we were 10 years ago? I, I, th- I think we're in worse shape now than we were 10 years ago. I think Obama and Hillary Clinton w- w- was was the key to all this mess, and Trump got in there and he pulled it away from from Clinton. And and, and you're absolutely right. Uh, Trump, Trump was a Democrat to begin with. The, these people in the District of Criminals down there, they're all on the same team, and it's not our team. And you're absolutely right. If, if Trump was such a patriot, if he really if he really meant what he said. Why didn't he take $10 million, which is a drop in the bucket for him? It's like a cup of coffee maybe for you and me, and help these people that happened on on January 6th. He could write it off as an expense anyway, and he wouldn't even miss it. 
Instead, he does nothing. He he's I don't want I don't want to badmouth Trump because uh, he, he he did a lot of good things. You know he he talked to that guy that wacky Jamoki over in North Korea and everything. One of the first presidents to go over there, so he did some good things. But it appears to me that they're on the same team, and it's not our team. And they have an agenda, and they're following it through. Uh, and this COVID thing, and what they're doing with these and everything else, once they get your First and Second Amendments away, all this nonsense will disappear, and then it'll just be fascism, and they'll, and they'll have their way. Well, i got to agree with you there. i got to agree with you there. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to be doing something hopefully soon. I'm going to try simulcasting with uh, the Savoring Fatherhood podcast. Uh, I don't know if Joe is on the phone line or not. Uh uh, I don't know if he's doing one tonight or not, but I'm trying to link up with his podcast, trying to bring, because he does a good podcast over there, and the family courts and the family, we've always talked about this. The family is the biggest issue that we face as Americans, because if our families are destroyed and we don't have a, a, a mother and father raising their children, America is uh, is basically going down. I mean, we're we're just going down. So, you know, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do with here in the future is trying to uh, simulcast with him. Because he does a good podcast. He's trying to build his platform up there. Uh, I don't know. If, Joe, are you available out there? I don't know if you're there or not. you got to press number one if you're on the phone line. I just want him to introduce his podcast show and talk about it a little bit here for a couple minutes while we're live. Well, there he is. I see him pop up here. Let me connect him and uh, uh, Joe from New Jersey. Joe Gormley. Go ahead. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Mr. Gibson. Congratulations on your um on on getting uh officially on the ballot exciting stuff for you yeah we're excited yeah. for you i was on uh, yeah i i didn't press one i guess i didn't uh know to press one so i was sitting there i've been listening to the conversation and uh yeah i heard something about if we lose our first and second amendments man we lost all those they're gone gone yeah. all yeah. five freedoms of the first amendment gone yeah Not even close yeah, yeah. Tell us, tell us, Joe, about your pod, your platform here, because you're building, coming up, up and coming here on social media. You're trying, it's frustrating, I know, and with YouTube playing with the numbers, you know, uh, you know, you got ten views, you got twelve views, and then you really got a thousand views. But tell, introduce your podcast if you can. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I'd love to. Uh, yeah, Saving Fatherhood. Uh, we're a podcast. We seek to glorify God by serving victims of broken families who's that well they're 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 mostly dads that have been beaten up in the court system you know 80 percent of people who get drug into divorce court never wanted to get divorced in the first place i shouldn't say 80 percent 80 percent of the uh marriages that uh, get drug into the divorce court there's a person in that marriage that never wanted to get divorced wouldn't have gotten divorced except they were forced into it so that's why we call them victims but um you know, we help fathers and families to apply biblical principles to family challenges, including but not limited to separation, divorce, parental alienation, and any situation caused by, made worse by, or could be prevented by avoiding family courts. Uh, we do, in order to do that, we promote our podcast videos. We have some public events. We do provide free private counseling. And discipleship, we host a group Bible study for divorced and alienated men, and we partner with uh, local and national political groups, too, to uh, try and provide some comfort via legislation, although that is 
pretty much an, a, a losing battle. Be, be, you know, but we get to get involved and meet people and help them and, and make partnerships. But uh, it is a losing battle because we have great laws. We just don't follow our own laws. And maybe since COVID, people are starting to realize that. And maybe we'll, we'll start to get people to uh, repent and uh, get this country back where it needs to be. How can they find you? Excuse me. How can they find your podcast? Tell me, give out the letters, the uh, name here, and how they can find it. Sure. My website is savingfatherhood.org. Savingfatherhood.org. No hyphens. Not, uh, it's just savingfatherhood.org. On there, you know, we've got links to our podcasts and sermon uh, uh, streams. Uh, we're on multiple uh, video platforms. So when we when we broadcast on Wednesday and Sunday nights. At eight o'clock, it's going to be um, you're, you're able to find us on uh, just by going to savingfatherhood.org, or you can go to YouTube, and we have a page there, which is youtube.com/savingfatherhood. We're also on uh, at just uh, uh, this last month, we started uh, broadcasting on Sermon Audio, which is uh, a really great place for us to connect because you know we don't we don't think the church is aware of uh, the problems. I mean, when they talk about fixing marriage, all they want to do is keep the homosexuals out. You know, okay. uh, that's not going to fix marriage. Yeah. Yeah, that's correct. Well, let's make it a yeah. date. Then. Uh, let's make it a date. then. right now you said you're on Wednesday night too, right? I am. Yeah. Wednesdays and Sundays, eight o'clock. Uh, every other Wednesday we do uh, our uh, divorced or separated men's Bible study. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah. When, when do you want to simulcast? Let me pull up, you know, on my website, too, there's a calendar. You just uh, you scroll down there, and I'm looking at the calendar now. Because um, well, are you on every Sunday night? No, well, Seven to nine? Been, well I, I've, been, I've been bouncing around a lot lately. I haven't been uh, very particular about certain days, and people are getting frustrated with that. So I, I want to stay to a particular days. So I think Sunday is I don't want to bump, bump heads with you, but I'd like a simulcast with you starting on Wednesday, you know, and then this way here to see how that works out, you know, grow the platforms together, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so this Wednesday, uh, I'm, I'm booked up. I got, uh, I got an attorney coming on to talk about alternatives to litigating and family court. Um, and that's, so that's going to be interested following January 5th. We've got uh, the Bible study. Then uh, the Wednesday, January 12th is open if you well, want to Joe, do a Wednesday. Well, but Joe, Well, Joe, well, Joe, this Wednesday, what we'll do is I'll just broadcast your show on my show, and I'll just simulcast with you. And you run your show like you do. I'll just air your show on my platform, you know? Ah, that's fantastic. Sure. Love to do that. Yeah, I'll promote it on my, on my social media outlets, and what I'll do is – when, about 10 minutes before you go on, I'll link up. I'll go live on mine. This way here we know we're linked up, and I'll broadcast your show on mine. And then maybe when you're done, we'll, do, we'll take questions, you know? No, nah, hey, that's a great idea. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And then that good. way I've got the call-in component as well, right? Good, good, good. Yes, yes. You'll have the call-in component with me on mine because I, I can have as many calls as I can. Uh, live and but I know you do video with your guests, but you also have a chat room attached to yours live, which your chat room is more interactive than because uh, you go on Facebook 
And with my platform taking the calls, you know, that would be good. I can, you know, when we stream it on Blog Talk and all my platforms, and that people will be hearing your show, and then I can do commentary at the end, you know? Yeah, the way we do it, uh, the Facebook and the YouTube video streams, they all, the chat room all kind of c- comes together. Uh, and, uh, you know, so we're able to talk to people on multiple channels that way. And then they, they usually put their questions in text and then we'll, uh, publish them, uh, you know, on the video and, um, the guests will usually answer the questions that way. So yeah, it works out, you know, but, uh, yeah, but you have that, you have, there's so many technologies, you know, it's fantastic what we're able to do these days. We should, I think uh, as these other video platforms start to come up um, and we kind of, we got to push down the, the YouTubes and, and um, the big uh, media monsters that are, that are shadow banning us. Um, yeah. We've yeah. got to, yeah. Shadow so, you know, it's that's a good term how you use that shadow banning. That's exactly what they do. And, and what it is, what the problem is really, I've been preaching it for so long now. It's everyone is doing their individual own thing, and what we're doing is we're dividing up the internet audience. We gotta really, we gotta unite together if we're gonna take on the monster mainstream media. Yeah, I don't disagree, brother. I don't disagree. Let's do it. I think this is great. This is a great way to do it. Let's do some simulcasts. I love it. Sounds good. Sounds good. Real quick, while while we got you here, what's the COVID situation looking like out there? I mean, what in New Jersey? What, everybody running around with masks, and uh, I mean, what's what's the, what's going on there? Can you give me an update? Well, you know, gosh, uh, yeah, we, church was light today, and it was light on Christmas Eve, um, and uh, we're usually on Christmas Eve, we're usually packed to the gills, you know. Um, so yeah, that was kind of surprising. So I think a lot of people are are fearful of uh, catching this new variant. Um, and although we're hearing that it's not it's not de- any more deadly than the flu, so I guess I mean to me that means you know we, we can get our, we can take power back from these uh, power hungry politicians that want to want to use it as an excuse to run our lives for us. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, and steal our freedoms. So I mean, hey, if it's, I mean, maybe we need. I don't know. How much more time do we need to figure out it's not deadly, you know, or as deadly? (laughs) See, the problem is they. The problem is the the media. Um, we don't have a free media. We don't have a free press. That's one of the five freedoms in the in the First Amendment. You know, ask your ask your callers to name the five freedoms in the First Amendment. I guarantee most of them don't can't do it, and the re- and since they can't do it, we no longer have those freedoms. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's absolutely right. I know you're getting ready for your show now, uh, so uh, again, one more time for the new callers that just joined in. How can they find your show? Yeah, it's uh, savingfatherhood.org. Actually, tonight I'm going to go on, and I'm rebroadcasting a rally that uh, we did up in Newark, New Jersey, uh, just before the pandemic. Uh, we had a rally for shared parenting, uh, a bunch of speakers. It was a great event. I haven't posted it on my uh, YouTube video yet, so I'm going to jump on there, do a little intro, and then uh, and then I'll be off. Uh, then uh, you know people can uh, can watch that or download it later on at their leisure. There so. you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, Joe. Hey, thanks, <laughs> for thanks for joining me tonight. I appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., we'll simulcast with the Saving Fatherhood podcast. And, uh, 
see how that goes. I think it, it sounds great. So we'll we'll definitely connect again. Thanks, brother. All good, right, thank you. Good talking to you. All right, thank you. God bless. Right. Bye bye. God bless. Joe Gormley from New Jersey. There, Connecticut. I still got you on the line here. Uh, uh, we were talking about you talking about this new nano thing that they're going to be coming out with uh, next month. Uh, what, what what did you hear again about this nano? Because I got a couple messages about that. What they control your body? You said. Well, it's it's nanotechnology, and it's actually electronic circuits <clears throat> that they put in the vaccine and, and inject into you, and they're able to control it somehow, supposedly through through the five G towers. Now, you 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 could say that's conspiracy, and go right ahead, and I'll go along with you. But that's what I've heard, and uh, that's all I can say. Oh my lord. I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. I think that's the ultimate goal of these new world order thugs. Uh, 657-383-0616. If you've got something you want to add here on tonight's podcast before we get ready to wrap up the show here, we, uh, we've still got a little bit of time left. Uh, but uh, we were touching upon that uh, COVID, this COVID nightmare that uh, everyone is just making into a nightmare. And really, what happened to the flu virus? You ever, I don't even see them advertising the flu shot in the pharmacies anymore. What happened to it? <laughs> well, it, it turned into COVID. Everything turned into COVID. And, we, <laughs> and, and I think out of the first five, the, the freedom to petition our government for grievances, that one's gone away because we can see that as of January 6th. I, I touched upon that previously about Trump. But uh, the, the other ones there are, are still in force to some extent because if they weren't at all, we wouldn't be talking. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just don't know. I just don't know what what people want to hear or what they want to listen to, as far as the media goes. I mean, what do they want? What's going to get people to wake up out there? I mean, you know, these podcast shows we do, these radio shows we do. I mean, but everyone's tuned into Fox and Friends, CNN, and they pay attention to what these what they tell you to do. And I mean, it, it's just I don't know how to get the people's attention. I mean, how do I get the voters' attention out here? <laughs> I mean, what's going to get? Uh, I don't know. By hook or by crook, uh, follow the leads of your, of your other politicians, uh, and, and they they should work for you. But uh, I agree that the the people that have taken these three jabs already aren't going to listen. They just are not going to listen. They've been brainwashed because that's what they do. They sit there and they watch the mainstream media. And as I said earlier on this call. They must have crap for brains. They really must. And these people that are reporting it on these so-called news stations, they, they, they have to know what they're doing. Or are they just doing it for a paycheck? Are we going along to get along? And they don't care what happens because they're hoping for the best. But that is the problem, our news media. It, it's not free and independent like Fox News says because – I've tried contacting Fox News. I, I don't know how to do it. I, I yeah. literally spent an hour. I just don't know how to do it. Yeah, you can't. I tried. Somebody, a call. One of my supporters tried to get me in touch with Gerald Salente, and I tried every he, every single avenue I could to get a hold of Gerald Salente. He's a Fox News contributor on there. He goes on there sometimes. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, you can't get a hold of none of these people, you know, none of these reporters. Uh, yeah, and we demonstrated that on this podcast show so many times where, you know, you uh, 
uh, you know, you try, you can't, can't even call Walmart. Press one, press two, press three, press four, do eight jumping jacks, and bam, you're disconnected. You know. <laughs> Yeah, but but at least with Walmart, you'll get to somebody in three or four or five minutes. With Fox News, you're on you're on the phone for for. Well, I I I think I called another other than Fox News, but I'm but I'm citing Fox News. You're on the phone for 25 minutes, and you're in a round and round turnstile that doesn't go anywhere. And then you get somebody's voicemail. The best you're ever going to get is leave a message. Uh, or the majority of the time you get mailboxes full. Please try again later. Click. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of 10 years ago, I used to play this clip all the time. I'm going to play it real quick. It's only two minutes long. This was I played this about 10 years ago. Madness of a Lost Society. I'm going to play this one here real quick and uh, compare it to today. You're watching The Madness of a Lost Society. November 26, 2010. Black Friday revealed yet further evidence of the complete madness of the populace of our lost society. In case you didn't hear, the leaders of China and Russia. China and Russia said that they are renouncing the dollar. The best way to think of it is a ticking time bomb. At some stage, the dollar will fall sharply. Now you might be saying, Neil, what the heck does this mean to me? As the dollar loses status as the world's reserve currency, as mystery missiles launch just off our shores, as North and South Korea take the world to the brink of war, as the TSA violates all measure of liberty and constitutional rights, and as the U.S. military itself prepares for the coming total economic collapse and breakdown of civil order, this is what Americans care about. Wanton, lustful commercialism, acting like animals fighting over trinkets made by human beings for slave wages. As you watch this horrific video, do you think any of these people own a single ounce of physical precious metal? Any gold? Any silver? Do you think that even one of them understands what the Federal Reserve is, or that the Fed is spending them into oblivion and economic slavery? Do you think even one among them has made any preparations at all for the day when there is no food on grocery store shelves? And do you think the morally bankrupt executives at Target or Walmart even care? This is what we've become. A decadent, mindless culture who, by virtue of this complete and willful ignorance, are now officially complicit in the crimes being perpetrated against us. Do you think these people who behave like animals, literally trampling each other over $198 laptops and $10 toasters, will even pause for a moment to consider their actions before they riot and burn entire cities when the days of hyperinflation finally arrive? When the grocery stores are bare? When they are truly desperate? This, my friends, is what a dumbed-down, morally bankrupt, completely broken society looks like. And this is how it behaves. No outrage over the bankers raping them. No outrage over their gutted industry. No outrage over their plundered dollar. Just blind, wanton stupidity. Just bread and circuses. The elite are social Darwinists. And they believe what they can get away with is fair game as long as we allow it. This is social engineering, and they've done it to us by design. They've turned us into animals that they can corral. We are no longer citizens in a republic safeguarded by our elected representatives. We are consumers feeding at a corporate trough managed by officials. Will you tell the American people to whom you lent $2.2 trillion of their dollars, hundreds and hundreds of banks, any bank or that has uh, access to the U.S. Uh, Federal Reserve system. Tell us who they are. No. If this is America, who will stop them? Our entire system is corrupt and needs to be dismantled and begun anew. But from what base? 
If what happened on Friday across America is any indication of the condition of the American populace, then our very foundations are built of sand. May God forgive us for what we've become and for what we've allowed to happen to our nation. And may those of us with the courage and sense to do it renounce this behavior and the monstrous marketing ploy that is Black Friday in its entirety. This, my friends, is not us. We are the Republic. We are the informed. We are the proactive ones. And it is our job to lift up those who are lost. And saving our Republic is a full-time job. May God bless the Republic. All right. Well, uh, Meriden, Connecticut, you want to uh, close us out here with a couple thoughts here before I wrap up the podcast? Well, I've got a, a quite a bit to say about that, if you'd like me to. If not, yeah, cool. I can just... No, I can just ahead. say it was a well. You, you know, you, th- th- that clip is very accurate and it's very correct. And if you believe it, then good for you. You know, you talk about your plunder dollar. I've spoken on your show before. Nothing has really changed as far as prices go. Every everything still remains the same. It's still proportional. You know, b- back back in the early to mid sixties. A gallon of gas was 25 or 28 cents, one quarter and one nickel. You take that quarter and that nickel, turn it in for scrap metal today, and you can still basically get that same gallon of gas. You know, the paychecks back then, you brought, you brought home $90, $100 a week. Of course, it was in Federal Reserve notes then. It wasn't in a check. Now you bring home 10 times that amount. The problem today is... You've got too many toys. You're spending your money on too many foolish things. You need to prepare yourself. You need to learn how, how to fend for yourself. You need, how, you need to learn how to make your own beer, make your own moonshine, make your own drugs, make your own food, grow your own food if you can. Learn to live on what you make if it's possible, and everyone will be much better off. Everybody just wants. They want to stand at those doors of Walmart and Target and rush in for that $90 laptop because they want it. They don't need it. Get the hell off of social media. Stay home with your family. You're absolutely correct. If everyone lived together as a family and took care of one another and lived in one household, you wouldn't be paying uh, three or four fifteen hundred dollar a month mortgages. You live in a house that's paid for, and people would have enough money to survive and get by, and everyone could could give good reasoning and good common sense, and good and good knowledge to everyone else in the household, and most households would would grow up much better off. The Democratic Party is killing 45% of the Negro population, and they're still voting for those jackasses. I don't know why. Nobody has any common sense anymore. All they do is want, and no matter how much you give anybody, they just want more. You know, it has to come to an end soon. And as as far as the the debt goes, yeah, they're going to have to pay the piper one of these days. Any fiat currency fails at some time or other. But if there wasn't any debt, there wouldn't be any money. If there wasn't any money, you couldn't buy anything. If you didn't owe anybody any money and they didn't owe you any money, then there would be no money and and nothing would be happening. So debt is actually money. 
Well, there you go. I got uh, somebody in the chat room there. He says he's from California. I don't know what he means by California. In California, I guess. I'm in North Carolina. Uh, in case anybody that's tuning in here, we missed uh, you missed Joe Gormley from New Jersey. He was on here, Saving Fatherhood. We're going to be simulcasting 8 p.m. Wednesday with his podcast show. And he's more or less, he's got quite a following over there on YouTube and uh, Facebook. So we're going to try to link up here and uh, put something together because that's what my main thing I was talking about. Is everybody's out doing their own thing, <clears throat> cutting each other's throats instead of working together and making things better. You know, back years ago, if you look at when this country was really something good, even during the periods of the Civil War, you had villages and communities that rallied around each other everyone knew each other everyone took care of each other well you know everyone had dinner at this person's house this person's house and it was a family orientated uh, atmosphere today you have independent atmosphere and i want what i got and i and you're i'm going to take what you have and i'm jealous of what you're going to get you know and that's basically what it's all about and, and and nobody's ever happy because they always want more, 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 more. Nobody's ever satisfied with what they have. Be happy with what you got. You know, not because you can't get anything more, but be happy with what you got because there's always somebody else out there that's got less than you, I guess. You know, that's the only advice I could possibly give anyone on that aspect. As far as me running for public office here in North Carolina, my name is on the ballot here in North Carolina in my district and uh, setting up the campaign and, and getting people rallied together. And money is a key factor. You have to have money to print up signs. You got to get money to mail out postcards. You got to have money to travel around the community, you know, and, uh, you know, I just don't see how these politicians spend that much money on their campaign. I mean, look at the president of the United States hundreds of millions of dollars they spend to be president. How the hell can you spend that much money? I just you've got to be buying your supporters. It's the only way I can figure out how you pay how you spend that much money. If you gave me a thousand dollars right now, I can make that stretch in my campaign here, uh, mailing out enough postcards in my district, even making some pens and pencils with money left over, I'd have enough money. I just don't understand how they can piss away that much money. You know, I just don't get it. To do a TV, I mean, a commercial uh, radio show, FM radio show, it's only a couple hundred hours for uh, about seven slots, 15-second slots. So what are they spending their money on? I don't understand. What are they? Where, where is this money going? I don't understand it. <laughs> you know? It doesn't make any sense. How can the Republican campaign – I mean, every time you turn around, they're begging you for money, these Republican candidates. I mean uh, – or, you know, because that's who I usually support. And I just don't understand. how. Where does the money go? What are they spending it on? How could you have nothing to sh- I just don't understand. I really don't. And like I said, my campaign here, a thousand bucks, man. I'd, I'd be all set. You know? They're, they're, probably, they're probably spending it on paintings because because Biden's paintings are, 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 are getting more than Picasso's. So what does that tell you where the money's going? I don't know. Like I said, you know, a thousand bucks here, my campaign here. I mean, you buy a couple FM radio ads, that's what, a couple hundred bucks, 15 seconds, seven times uh, for three days in a row. You know, uh, yard signs. I can get 50 yard signs uh, printed up and made for uh, 300 bucks. Uh, 5,000 postcards, $125. Just got a price on that tonight. You know, so 
you know, so running for public office, I mean, that's it. I'm, I know it's just in my district, but I'm just using it as an example. The president of the United States, what did Trump spend? He spent, what, close to a billion dollars of his own money on his campaign? I mean, what the hell did he spend it on? <laughs> I mean, I just don't know. For, for a $450,000 a year salary, which he didn't even take. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Makes no sense to me. I mean, there's got to be some kickbacks and perks. I mean, if I'm elected to office here, my salary <laughs> is, is peanuts. I mean, uh, really. I mean, you know, I, I and re- but really, I only have to report to work four times a year to uh, to quorum in Raleigh, North Carolina, to vote vote on the legislative legislation that's being proposed. But of course, I'm going to sponsor bills and legislation to uh, fix a lot of things here in my district, and that's going to. And it's not just my district. Any legislation that I propose it affects the entire state of North Carolina. You know, so it's you know, so when you're saying I'm running just for my district, no, a lawmaker is the job to, to get if you want to change your state. That's where you are, or governor. You know, but I can't run for governor. No one knows who the hell I am. I mean, if I was to run for governor, it'd be the biggest joke. Or you know, I'd be wasting my time. You start off small. You start off as a as a county commissioner. Or a or a uh, or a, le- uh, a House of Representatives, or a, you know a senator, or something like that. So I don't want to be a senator. I want to be a house. I want to represent the people in my district and uh, sponsor legislation that will uh, you know alter the uh, state to a better way to do better things. You know, um, yeah, bribes and payoffs and extortion. That's modern politics in the USA. Yeah, you got that right in the chat room there. You got that right. The lobbyists. And uh, whatnot, kickback, backroom deals, ethics commission violations. I mean, it's just all, it's all not, it's all nonsense. I mean, it's terrible. I mean, the border crisis alone down here. I mean, they were. I was watching something down in Florida. There, they're jumping off boats in the ocean. <laughs> I mean, swimming ashore down there in uh, Florida, and uh, and and nobody's doing nothing about it. I don't understand. You know, I don't. I just don't understand at all. $250 million to this government isn't even worth talking about. They have $250 million worth of Trump steel that was slated for the, for the, uh, the border wall that they won't sell and they won't use. And, and supposedly, that's coming out of your pocket. So what does that well, tell you? Yeah, yeah, well, it's not coming out of your pocket. The taxes are just taxes. That's, that's a crock of joke. But uh, – but yeah, but the steel is real. That steel, two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of steel, just sitting there doing nothing, nothing. You know, you know what you could build with that. You know what you could, you know what you could barter with that overseas. I mean, uh, <laughs> unbelievable. The uh, ninety-eight dollars for a hammer. You know, and uh, I was looking at one of the things that uh, the uh, that they spend here in North Carolina, the uh, the county here. Uh, they were doing a, uh, 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 repair. I mean, excuse me, they're building something here. In North, I forgot what it was. I think it was a, on the government building there in, uh, Rockingham County. Uh, I was looking at some of the materials that they, uh, bought and it was $98 for one hammer, one hammer. They paid $98, they, but they, you know, they bought a case of them. And I think the price was like, like $28,000 or something. I don't have the exact figure, but it was, I know it came out to $98.98 for one hammer. A hammer. <laughs> Unbelievable. You know, it's just insane, man. It's insane. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But, 
Well, those prices have definitely escalated, but what I was speaking about before, they haven't. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Oh, well, you're talking about what the prices were back years ago. So when you were bringing home a paycheck in 1972, you were working at a steel factory. Uh, what was your weekly, what, were you getting paid weekly or monthly? What was your weekly pay, just, uh, you know, if you can remember? Well, when I worked in the steel factory, it, it, it was piecework, and you got paid for the amount, amount of work you actually produced. In the early 70s, I was bringing home, I was bringing home real good money. I was bringing home like 350 a week. 350 a week. So back then, that was like, compared to today, what would that be today? $3,000 a week or $2,500 a week? Oh, yeah, it pro- it'd probably be like $2,400 a week now. Wow, wow, wow. So, yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's a very good hammer. Yeah, you got that right in the chat room there. <laughs> it's probably made out of gold. So, so $350 a week, what was your electric bill? Just say, like, what were your bills compared to, like, you mentioned toys earlier, and I got some comments on that, well, actually. Well, well I, th- I think a $60 electric bill was extremely high, uh, if I remember correctly. A cable TV, I think, was, I don't know, nine ninety five a month or something like that. That's when cable first came out. You know, a, a brand-new car, a brand-new Datsun sitting in the showroom in 1972 was $2,200. Wow. Wow. And today, today you're talking $22,000 for a cheap car in a showroom, right? That's right. Exactly. About <laughs> ten times. It's like I said, take that. Take that twenty-five cent piece, that that silver quarter, turn it in for scrap metal today, and of course gas has ex- escalated quite a bit. But that's two dollars and fifty cents in scrap metal. Don't forget that nickel, by the way. So you know prices really haven't changed, but you know we've got inflation and prices go up and down because you know they closed down pipelines foolishly when Trump had gas down to a buck ninety-nine a gallon. You know they closed down pipelines foolishly. You know why? Because they're probably t- t- taking handouts from somewhere on it. So, you know, that's why they do it, because it- it's all about them. But Trump is a flip-flopper. Let me tell you that, like I was saying, that you uh, gave me credit for there. Trump, he was a Democrat, and he's a Republican, and look what he did to the January 6th protesters. Not one handout, not one offer of assistance, not one pardon that he gave before he left office. He was a, He's a sellout. And now he's telling everyone they should take the vaccine. Uh, I think Trump is is a part of the big club. And look at who he's got there for his, his family, the Jewish people that are his family members there. I mean, obviously they sold him out, but he went along with them. And, you know, they, they just, they obviously, hey, look, you're in bed with these people. That's what's going to happen. You know, they, they, they backstabbed them and they sold them out. And then they, you know, and he's going along with the program. He's going along with them. I, I just don't trust Trump anymore. I don't. I would not vote for him if he ran. I'm going to tell you that right no, now. No. Uh, when you had your shows, the captain, I, I didn't vote for Trump the first time, and the captain who he used to have on, he asked me if I'd vote vote for vote for Trump the second time, and I said, I don't know. We'll see. And and when it came to be the second time, no, no, I didn't vote for Trump. But uh, here here's some other good information that I've I've come across and i have no direct knowledge of it i can only report what i've heard is that you know you can actually send fentanyl through the united states postal system and it will get delivered but you cannot send send ivermectin so what does that tell you what's really going on 
What's ivermectin? What's ivermectin? That's that's supposed to be the cure for COVID. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So you can't send that. What will happen if you try sending it in the post uh, post office? What will happen? You get arrested? Uh, I, I don't know. Probably knock, knock, knock. Who knows? <laughs> Bang! <laughs> That's right. Arrest. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I was. I was I was speaking to someone today, as a matter of fact, uh, about COVID, about the viruses, about DNA, about your nucleotide SNPs and everything in your DNA, and you know, and he's and he happens to be going to college, and he's a college student. And of course, he's only learning what the the people know or what the people want him to know. And he says, he told me, he says, you know, we've already isolated the, the human genome. And I told him, no, we haven't. And he says, sure, we have. And I said, didn't you hear me a minute ago that some people have uh, nucleotide SNPs? And, and some people, if they have a nucleotide SNP here or there or whatever, they could actually have a tail and you wouldn't. That's, that's what makes every individual different. None of our DNA is the same. That's why they can check your DNA and find out who you are because none of it's the same. And he says, that's right. So then they haven't isolated the human genome because there are actually there are seven and a half billion of them, not just one. Huh. Didn't know that. Interesting. It's a little interesting there. But, uh, yeah, well, that's what they were trying to trace back. I remember I was watching a documentary the other day about Jesus Christ, his DNA. Uh, from the shroud that they found when he was wrapped up with that shroud and they took some uh, blood samples from it and they were tracking down his uh, DNA and his family roots. And of course, you know, the History Channel and all that, it's all we know who it's controlled by. And, you know, they're trying to paint a narrative of who Jesus was, which is probably not true anyway. But the point being is that they can, science can make you believe anything it wants it to believe based upon its fraudulent discoveries that are not true. Well, well, science cannot prove anything. That, that's the first mistake. When, when that guy go fouch yourself because it's on TV and he says, I'm a man of science, well, science cannot prove anything. Go back into the 1700s when they start, start, first started making microscopes. They dropped a bead of glass on a piece of wood, and they formulated them in some sort of jig so that they could look through them, so that they could look down and, and make a very rude microscope and they looked at sperm and they and they saw little things going around in the sperm and they thought at that time that those were little people and that's how everyone was born because there was little people swimming around in there that was the science then and today's science we have dna they thought they were so smart and they were on the leading edge of technology then and that's what we think today and a hundred years we'll find out how stupid we really are <laughs> well again everybody i've let, let you know i just want to you know i'm trying to ask for advice for people out there what 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 some good pointers you know i've never ran a campaign before running for public office in uh, north carolina here you know what what advice people can offer me or give me some hints or ideas as to how to go out and get get votes or go out and raise money, uh, go out and, uh, you know, basically, touch, you know, get noticed by the people and, uh, you know, secure their vote for the upcoming election. My name is officially on the ballot here. It's taken me two years to do that process. 
to get my name finally on the ballot. And uh, I'm finally on there. So I'm like on pins and needles making sure I don't violate any rules or, uh, or, or ethics clauses or anything like that. Uh, when it comes to financial donations or support, and uh, you know, so I, I, I'm I'm searching for advice. I created a group on Facebook that uh, you know where people can communicate with me. I gotta be careful, and monitor that because you know when you're running for public office, you gotta be careful. You're under a microscope. You know, you're under a magnifying glass. Anything that happens or you do, they're gonna freaking rip you apart. I mean, the media will track you and destroy you. You know, so you have to be very, very careful. Um, but I'm always open for ideas, solutions. Uh, hey, man, if I'm elected down here in North Carolina, the people, your voice is what comes first. Not my voice, not what I want, what you want. I will be representing the people of, uh, of, of, of this state and uh, not just uh, what I think or what the media thinks or what the narrative of the day thinks, not Black Lives Matters. Not what the uh, social justice warriors think. Not the communist manifesto. I'll be representing the people. The original uh, 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 formation of what this country was intended for, why it was, and and who we are as Americans. You know, look, everyone has a voice here, but the bottom line is this: I'm not going to be running around catering to certain social justice warrior groups out there because the narrative fits the. Uh, the local six o'clock news, you know, but I'm all, you know, uh, and look, I believe that we should all have the right to uh, live as we so choose, but not force upon our, our way or what we believe uh, on others. Look, man, if you want to be with this group or if you want to live this way, that you, you know, there's no reason why you should be uh, scrutinized because you're white. Uh, you shouldn't be forced to pay for abortion through your tax dollars. You, you have to be, you know, look, man, we have to get back to fundamentals and, and really start uh, coming to grips of who we are as Americans and, and what this country really stood for. Otherwise, we're lost because our borders are wide open. I mean, I mean, these people are coming over here and they're destroying everything that was built by us, you know, and, and we can't have this. We can't have this, you know. I mean, our friends with all alliances with none. That's what I stand for, and that's my campaign slogan. Friends with all, alliances with none, and uh, that's just the way you know. And we have to, we have to, we have, you know, this critical race theory that's being taught in schools. I, I just can't, I just cannot, for the life of me, why people agree that that should be taught in our in our educational system. Why that? I just don't understand how you're going to uh, falsify history just to cater cater to uh, the narrative of. Uh, of people's feelings. I just don't, uh, the truth has got to be the truth. We've got to speak the truth at all times, you know, otherwise we're living a lie and we can't live a lie. I, I, I think the truth is that they want to erase history. So upcoming generations have no knowledge of it. I've mentioned it many times over the years, every few years they get together in Texas that they did at that time and they rewrite the history books so that things end up missing. I think you should use the slogan that you previously mentioned. It's your voice, not me, so on and so forth. We have to get back to grassroots or whatever. You need to ask for money. You need to ask for money. You need to ask for money. You don't know how to build a wall properly for a house, so you don't do that. 
you get somebody to do it for you. You don't know how to do a website. You get somebody to do it for you. And there are plenty of people out there that will put time Many people would probably put more time in than you could possibly imagine, but there are many people out there who will help you. I think the Democratic Party is sliding downhill, and I think now is your time because many of them are going to wake up and see what's really going on, and they're going to say, I voted for this party? What the hell was wrong with me? So there are going to be plenty that are going to be flipping over. Ask. You're supposed to. You're going to be a politician. You work with your mouth, not with your hands. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Land of the greed and home of the slave. Yeah, I kind of agree with the person in the chat room right there. You know, uh, land of the uh, greed and home of the slave. Because uh, way like we were talking about earlier, everybody just wants more, 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 more. They're selfish. They're greedy. And we got, and, you know, family and, so, and friends that, you know, we've lost that way of where nobody really knows what a true friend is anymore. There's no loyalty. There's no, a handshake means nothing. You know, your word means nothing. I'll be there at 5 o'clock. You show up at 730. You know, uh, that's sad. That's sad. I mean, you know, if we're going to live that type of life, then we're gone. We're gone, man. And really just watch it all disappear. <clears throat> Get yourself a charcoal grill. Get yourself a gas grill. Go out, go out and buy 50 hamburgers, 100 hot dogs, blah 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 blah, some sodas. You're in North Carolina, so make sure you buy the beer. <clears throat> Post it all up there. <clears throat> Have a cookout in the yard. <laughs> yeah, beer. All you gotta do is put that Bud Light out there, man. I'll tell you, I'll have every redneck here. <laughs> we're gonna pass. We're gonna pass laws to lower the cost of beer. We'll do that job tomorrow. We'll get it, boy. Yeah, over yonder. <laughs> yep. Well, like I said, you're going to be a politician. Work with your mouth, not with your hands. Yeah, yeah. Well, anybody here wants to chime in here tonight? Anybody got something they want to contribute here to the podcast? And go right ahead. We're getting ready to wrap it up. We've been broadcasting here for about an hour and a half now. Uh, Wednesday night, 8 p.m., we'll be simulcasting with the uh, New Jersey show there, a show in New Jersey. Uh, with Joe Gormley, should be a good podcast. We'll be simulcasting there with him. We're gonna try that out. Trying to link up. We're trying to get everyone linked up together here, so we can all, uh, uh, we you know, we're cutting each other's throats. You know, one guy's doing this at eight o'clock, another guy's doing this at eight o'clock. We've got to come together and work together. And and the reason why is not for one to be a giant, but to phase out the mainstream live media corporations. We got to pay, we got to shut them down because what they they're not on our side. They don't care about us. And even the Fox fake news there with the Trump, yeah, you know, them and their Trump, you know, well fast they sold everybody out, man. Uh, uh Sean Hannity and everybody, man, when the January sixth thing happened. Boy oh boy. How, and even if you don't support the January sixth uh rally, even if you you know, whatever, whatever it may be, but you gotta admit they sold them people out, Fox News, man. They sold them out quick, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but, uh, all right, well, we'll get ready to wrap it up here tonight. Everybody, that thanks for that day call in earlier. I appreciate the phone call there, uh, phone calls. And uh, you got any closing thoughts here or there uh, you want to add here to the podcast? Uh, just like all these businesses that require you to have a mask to come in because they're getting money from the government. And if you come in, and they don't do anything about it, they won't get no more money. I think these news organizations somehow are getting rewarded. 
Yeah, I got to admit, I got, yeah, I kind of got to agree with you. Well, anyway, uh, thanks everybody for joining in here tonight with the podcast. I really appreciate it. And uh, I guess we'll get ready to wrap it up. I don't see anybody on the call board here, new callers. I had a few up there earlier, and then we took a couple calls. But, uh, hey, got to say, man, just uh, keep fighting. We'll be on Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Everybody, good night. Take care. In the year of our Lord, 1314, patriots of Scotland, starving and outnumbered, charged the fields of Bannockburn. They fought like warrior poets. They fought like Scotsmen and won their freedom.